Hello and welcome to the Minimum Competence episode for Tuesday, April 25th, 2023. I'm your host for today, Andrew Leahy, a tax and technology attorney from New Jersey. In today's episode, we have Apple coming out on top of Epic in an antitrust appeal, Coinbase suing the SEC for new rules for digital assets, TripAdvisor wants to move to Nevada, and another Trump trial is underway. Let's do the best we can with what we have and have the best we do with what we can in today's legal news. Apple has won its antitrust appeals court battle with Epic Games over its App Store policies, according to the opinion issued by the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. The court largely upheld the district court's earlier ruling in favor of Apple, which restricted app distribution on iOS devices to the App Store, requiring payments to go through its own processor while preventing developers from communicating to customers about alternative ways to pay. However, the court also upheld the lower court's judgment in favor of Epic under California's unfair competition law. The ruling is a major setback for Epic Games and other developers who hope the ruling could set precedent for further antitrust claims and require Apple to open iOS devices to third-party app stores and payment systems. Apple has issued a statement reaffirming its position, while Epic Games CEO Tim Sweeney stated that the court's positive decision rejecting Apple's anti-steering provisions frees iOS developers to send consumers to the web to do business directly with them there. Apple has not yet issued an appeal for the latter part of the decision. Coinbase Global has filed a petition in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Third Circuit to push the Securities and Exchange Commission to create new rules for digital assets. The cryptocurrency exchange filed a petition for rulemaking with the SEC last year, which urged the regulator to provide clarity on the circumstances under which a digital asset is a security and create a new market structure framework that is compatible with cryptocurrencies. However, the SEC has not yet responded publicly to that petition, which led to Coinbase filing the legal challenge. The crypto industry largely believes it operates in a regulatory gray area not governed by existing U.S. securities law, and that new legislation is needed to regulate the sector. SEC Chair Gary Gensler has said cryptocurrency firms should comply with existing laws and that new crypto-specific regulations are not necessary. Coinbase disclosed in March the firm had been told that SEC staff intended to recommend enforcement action against the company. The company said in a blog post at the time that it was willing to fight any forthcoming enforcement action in court. TripAdvisor is facing a lawsuit in Delaware over its decision to move its incorporation from Delaware to Nevada. Shareholder firms Bernstein, Litowitz, Berger, and Grossman, Block and Leviton, and Friedman, Oster, and Tattel are seeking an injunction to block the move, claiming it is designed to take advantage of Nevada's no-liability regime, making it harder for shareholders to hold directors responsible for breaches of their duties. Both TripAdvisor and its parent Liberty TripAdvisor Holdings disclosed the plans earlier this month, stating that reincorporating in Nevada will save money on legal fees, fend off unmeritorious shareholder litigation, and allow the companies to attract directors who might have been dissuaded by the expense of defending shareholder claims. The shareholder firms claim that other shareholders have been frozen out of the decision-making process and argue that the move will strip shareholders of their right to sue without offering them any compensation. The company's filings acknowledge that board members and executives may be in conflict with shareholders over the conversion to Nevada Incorporation. Shareholder lawyers argue that fiduciaries of a Delaware corporation cannot use their control over the corporation to force the company and minority investors to give up all of Delaware law's protections. The Federal Deposit Insurance Corp, FDIC, and Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, are currently unable to retract executive pay from Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank leaders using their existing powers, which have no clear consequences for the bank's managers. A measure, and that's Senate Bill 1045, has been introduced to update the Dodd-Frank clawback provisions, which Congress passed to help hold executives accountable for company problems. Creating clawback rules for failures like the Silicon Valley Bank and Signature Bank collapses is much easier now than it would have been before their demises. 
The SEC still needs the stock exchanges to incorporate the regulations into their listing standards for companies. The rules only require executives to return their bonuses if their awards were based on errors in their company's financial statements. Neither bank made an accounting mistake large enough to require a formal correction or restatement of their financials, according to a research firm, Audit Analytics. While the SEC's authority to reclaim executive pay applies to all public companies, the FDIC only has power over banks. It can, however, claw back executive compensation, but only through a never-before-used regulatory process created by Dodd-Frank or a lengthy investigation after a bank fails. The FDIC confirmed it has begun an investigation into SVB and Signature Bank. And finally, we have a content warning here for this last story, which references sexual assault and rape in the context of a former president. If you don't want to or cannot hear about any of those things, more sympathetic I could not be, and we'll see you back here tomorrow. Former U.S. President Donald Trump is set to face trial in Manhattan Federal Court on Tuesday, April 25th, that's today, where writer E. Jean Carroll has accused him in a civil lawsuit of raping her in the mid-1990s. Jury selection is expected to begin, and Carroll is also accusing Trump of defamation. Trump, who has denied the rape allegations, may not appear in court, and Carroll's lawyers have said that they do not plan to call him as a witness. The trial, which could last up to two weeks, will be kept anonymous from the public to protect jurors from potential harassment by Trump supporters. Trump also faces a series of lawsuits and investigations, including Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg's criminal charges over hush money payments to a porn star, civil fraud charges by New York Attorney General James in his namesake company, and criminal probes into interference in Georgia's 2020 presidential election race and into classified government documents recovered at his Mar-a-Lago residence. Plus inquiries into his role in the January 6, 2021 attack on the U.S. Capitol. Carroll's witness list includes two other women who have accused Trump of sexual misconduct, and lawyers for Carroll could use their testimony to establish a pattern of Trump's alleged mistreatment of women. And completely unrelatedly, sometimes someone will say alleged just because they don't want to get sued. With that, thank you so much for listening to Minimum Competence, your daily news podcast for lawyers. If you're looking for more than Minimum Competence, links to further reading on all the topics touched on today are in the show notes. If you have any questions or story suggestions, find us on Mastodon on the esq.social instance. I'm at Andrew, and my co-host Gina is at Gina. Reviews go a long way towards helping new listeners to find our show. If you have a moment and can leave a rating or review on your podcast player, we'd appreciate it. And if you know someone that might be interested in the story we cover, consider sending them the episode or the website. Minimum Competence is available at minimumcomp.com and wherever you get your finely crafted podcasts. We'll see you back here tomorrow. And until then, never forget, owls are just birds that went to college. <laughs>